Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. To the Bagels and Locks podcast with David Santola. My name is Chase Wadorski. And first and foremost, uh, we owe you an apology. Our recording schedule has been a little bit wacky the past couple of weeks. Uh, Dave will fill you in more on that in a second. But it is December 1st. The year is coming to an end. Uh, with that, this competition will soon be coming to an end. So we are in the home stretch. Um, but Dave, tell the listeners why they haven't heard us on the airwaves uh, for I guess what now has been like a two to three week stretch. Because I can't win a goddamn bet. And I'm sick of explaining to all of you why I'm such a big loser. That's Fair not enough. really it, but that's a big part of it. Um, plus Chase has been winning a little bit, which makes it even more unbearable to do. Um, we will, uh, we will be back to regularly scheduled programming, though, going forward and through the end of uh, NFL season. So two weeks ago, we recorded. You're going to get a double feature. You're going to get this plus another uh, episode that we recorded two weeks ago, posted back-to-back. Uh, so we will go off of that pick, uh, that week's picks. Last week, we took off for the holiday. We, we're thankful for a lot of things, so we just really needed to make sure to express it uh, to those around us. Uh, so two weeks ago, I went three and two. I don't remember the exact scores, but uh, the losses were Packers minus two and a half at the Vikings. Uh, Rogers threw for 400 yards and, or 300 yards and four touchdowns, and they lost. Packers deep, fuck you. Wake plus four and a half at Clemson. No explanation needed. Dave, fuck you for this one. Um, Baylor plus one at Kansas State. That was a weird one, we said. Baylor won. Utah money line against Oregon, lock of the year. Pac-12 South destructs every single time. And Dolphins minus three at the Jets. I don't remember the score, but the Dolphins are casually on a five-game winning streak, which means they both won and covered this game. Um, yeah, you know, congrats. Winning, winning week is uh, it's pretty cool. I, I don't remember the feeling. Winning is tight. So I believe um, you, you went one and four, so you could just do the quick run through. Yeah, the quick run through is that I sent the bookie an egregious amount of money. Um, I lost early on uh, Michigan State, uh, had them plus 19, um, and they lost by like 1,100 touchdowns to Ohio State. And then I lost the late game in Oregon, and then I threw on a bunch of other college football games. Um, I was really confident that SMU is, uh, was, was going to beat Cincinnati outright. Um, a couple beers will do that. Obviously that didn't happen. Cincinnati's on their way to the playoffs. So, um, and then I, I lost on the Ravens and Packers and I, uh, I, I, I did get a win with the Colts over, over Buffalo, but, um, it, it's been sad. And, uh, this, this week, which is two weeks ago now was the saddest that, uh, that it's been a new low for me. Um, so low in fact that I didn't bet a single game over the Thanksgiving holiday, which was a pretty big step. Um, but I think, uh, I'm, I'm reborn after that Thanksgiving meal. Um, and hopefully my new 
incarnation is better at sports gambling. So in terms of a singular loss for the most units, uh, I had my biggest one game loss last week since the Super Bowl, actually. Uh, the Super Bowl, I threw a ton of money on Mahomes and lost. And this past week, I threw a bunch of money on Ohio State. Uh, and they got bent over by Michigan. Congratulations to Jim Harbaugh. Congratulations to uh, Hassan Haskins, the running back. I think he had four or five touchdowns for Michigan. That was a statement win. Um, and I will say congratulations to Greg Gilman, but not to Ben. Yeah, I actually forgot I did bet that game. Um, also took Ohio State, also lost a bunch of money. Um, fuck, you have to remind me. I, I think I would like to congratulate Ben and not Greg. Um, I don't know, maybe neither. Greg, I think Greg is more gracious in defeat. Not saying much. Ben was also gracious in victory. But, yeah, like you said, interpret that as you will. Uh, well, Dave, the good thing is this week – you have a head start. I texted you one of my picks before the game. Uh, it was an 8 o'clock basketball game. Florida at Oklahoma. I took Florida minus one. They were undefeated 6-0. and um, Porter Moser in his first year as Oklahoma's coach, they were 5-1 and coming into the game. I liked Florida, though. They were 12 in the country. Some big wins, a big win, including against Florida State. Uh, and Florida lost uh, 74-67, so I'm already in an 0-1 hole. Uh, so that's my first pick of the week, and it's a loss. So I'll throw it over to you for your first pick. An honorable man. I might have forgotten about it if uh, if you hadn't mentioned it. I wouldn't have, but I might have. Um, all right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to take a couple college picks this week, big week in college football. Um, first, and this is a stupid reason to take a pick, but I don't know, whatever at this point. Taking Oregon plus two and a half at Utah. Um, oh, no, this has got to be in a, at a neutral site, right? It is um, – I think it's in Vegas. In Vegas. Oh, Mormons don't do well in Vegas. I really like this pick now. Um, Let me fact off that. Fact check, though, while you say it. I don't know. I mean, can, is Oregon really going to lose to the same team twice in 30 days, a team that they're probably better than? No, your logic is definitely there and is sound. I just – I don't know. I just think Utah's got the edge. At home they did, but if these teams play 10 times at a neutral site, you got to think Oregon's going to win six of them. And they're dogs here. Like I said, the uh, the Pac-12 likes to self-destruct, and the latest bout of self-destruction would be having Utah and not Oregon in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, but the self-destruction is passed already. You guys are destructed. I think, I think Oregon will be there. All right, yeah, I could see that game going either way, honestly. But uh, in a game like that, I think it's always better to take the points with that in mind. Uh, my second pick, I, I got two college football, two NFL. Uh, I'm going to pick the ACC title game. I'm going to go pit minus three against Wake. It pains mm-hmm. me to say this. You know I've been a, a huge Wake supporter this entire year. Um, this is Sam Hartman and Kenny Pickett, two stud quarterbacks in the ACC. Uh, Pickett might actually creep into the Heisman race if he, you know, balls out in this game and leads Pitt to a New York six game. New, geez, I don't know if I just said New York. I meant New Year's. My brain is clearly not functioning right now. I think this game is going to be close. I just think when it comes down to it, you know, we saw it against Clemson. Uh, we saw it against North Carolina. I just, as good as the Wake offense is, I really just do not trust this Wake Forest defense against semi-confident offenses. Uh, that ultimately what is what Pitt has. So if Wake wins, would I be surprised? No. Would I be upset? Absolutely not. I'd be very happy for you and the Santola family, in fact. Uh, but I'm going Pitt minus three. Kenny Pickett, baby. A couple of things. First, 
there are rumors that Pickett has the flu and that he's questionable for Saturday. Dude, that's Do I so think he's really that's not so going to play? That you gave no. Kenny Pickett food poisoning. Look, I I I'd give Kenny Pickett gonorrhea if I thought it helped our chances. I also Saturday, heard rumors so. that Santola family's attending the game. I will be in attendance in Charlotte. Um, should be a great time. Unfortunately, it's an 8 p.m. game, so I'm gonna have to twiddle my thumbs all day Saturday and try not to get blackout uh, drunk in Charlotte all day. Yeah, well, that's the problem. The last time we were in a Charlotte Bowl game uh, it was an afternoon game, and I slept through the whole third quarter, and uh, and, and and nobody will let me live it down. Um, but it, it should be a fun time. Um, I think a lot of people are sleeping on Wake Forest defense. Um, they look pretty good against Boston College, for what it's worth. Um, and I, you know, I, I think that uh, they get a bad rep because of special teams mistakes and short fields and, and injuries. Um, and and in, in the same way, I think the offense gets a little bit too much credit for uh, how bad they've looked the last few weeks. Um, I, I mean, I, I think I wouldn't bet the under here. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring, fun game. I just uh, hope we can stick with them. I have a side prop. Um, so the whole Santola family is going to this game. Matthew, David's younger brother, conveniently works in Charlotte. So nice and easy here for them. Uh, Over-under, knowing it's a family affair, uh, I'm going to set the over-under for the family at 56 and a half alcoholic beverages consumed throughout the day. Oh, easy take the over. I mean, no it's, a, it's an 8 p.m. game, and I think they serve beer in the stadium. <laughs> Matt, Matt's going to hit the over by uh, 7.30 alone. All right, follow-up question. Are the Fuller twins going to be in attendance? We're only getting one Fulling twin, which is, um, um, I, I think, good. I don't know. I feel like they work better as a team, though. You know, they, they bounce off each other. Sure, you don't know You don't know how the liability swings one way or the other when they're solo. Um, all right. Pick right, them. exactly. And I can't tell them apart either. Um, all right. Your number, your, your – oh, my next pick. Um, all right, I'm sticking with college football. I've got um, – Iowa plus 10 and a half at Michigan. No, not at Michigan. Where This game is in Detroit. Uh, is it? A, no, I think it's at Lucas Oil. Oh, that would make more sense. I don't, I don't think I thought it was in Detroit. Um, at least the big five are at home stadiums. No, no, no. But I, for some reason, I thought it was in Detroit. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think, look, Michigan played a great game, a great ground and pound game against Ohio State. Um, I, you know, I, I, I think they're getting a lot of credit for that win and it was a great win, but, you know, I think if they do that against Iowa, they'll probably win again, especially if the, the line and, and that kid Haskins looks as good as he looked, but I don't think they're going to beat him by 10 and a half. I think it's going to be super low scoring affair. I think it's going to be a boring classic big 10 game. Uh, and I think, uh, I think Iowa covers. This is a game where I would definitely take the under. Uh, Michigan, like you said, they, I mean, they played the perfect game last week offensively. That was as complete as the performance as that team's going to have all year. Uh, the Iowa D is good. The only reason I would say maybe I would lean Iowa or Michigan minus 10 and a half um, is just because the Iowa offense is that bad. I think Aiden Hutchinson is going to wreak havoc on that offense. I mean, they needed an epic fourth quarter comeback to beat Nebraska last week, Iowa. Um, so, I don't know. I think I would take the under because, like you said, this is going to be a classic ugly Big Ten game. But with that said, ugly Big Ten game, you take the team with plus 10.5 points because 
I don't really see one team having that significant of an edge one way or the other. Uh, my third pick is going to be my last college football pick, and I, it doesn't feel right saying this, but I'm going to go Georgia minus six and a half versus Alabama. I, I know the Georgia offense with uh, Stetson has looked just okay, but this defense is just so historically good. Uh, and really when it comes down to it, this Bama team has just scraped by so many times, uh, which again means they could very well go out and beat Georgia just because that's how Alabama football works. But, uh, you know, they, they truly did need a mirror, needed a miracle Bryce Young performance as well as Auburn's running back running out of bounds, like just to survive the iron bowl. Uh, I think this is where Kirby smart, you know, really solidifies himself and says, you know, Saban, you'll be there every year, but the dogs get a seat at the table now. You know, I, I almost took this pick. And then for exactly the reason you said I didn't, it just feels like classic Bama that they, uh, they look like shit for like four weeks in a row. They play a really tight, really bad iron bowl game. And then they come out and just hang with Georgia for four quarters and, and beat them in a close one down the stretch. It, it just, feels like a story that I've seen before. Um, and you, I mean, you're right, Georgia, they're not perfect. It, it doesn't feel like they're going to score a ton of points in this game. So Bama should be able to hang around at least a little bit. Six and a half is a lot of points. Uh, I, I just, I feel uncomfortable betting this game, but I, I think I would lean Georgia with you if I was going to. I appreciate that. Pick number three for you. Yes, sir. Um, I'm going to take the Rams. My, Minus 12 and a half uh, at home against Jacksonville. This is my game of the week, uh, maybe even game of the month for what that's worth. Um, I think this is a get right team, get right game for a Rams team that has looked not good the last couple of weeks, but everybody looks good against Jacksonville. Um, and I think, I think they come out shooting um, and I think they run away with this thing by the end of the first half and uh, never look back. Yeah, the Rams are due for a good old-fashioned ass-kicking. Um, so, yeah, I agree right. with everything. I mean, the, the Jets – this is the Rams, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I want to make sure I'm not that specific. Yeah, the Rams are due to do the ass-kicking in case that was unclear. I mean, they're coming off three losses in a row, um, and I think they're just going to come out fiery. And I'll even say for a prop bet, I'd like Jalen Ramsey to have an interception against his former team. Yeah, I mean – I like I like everything. I like Donald for a couple sacks. This is I like a Odell to get right in. It's a total right to shit. I mean, who better to write the ship and, and kick the shit out of to to you know get all the boys fired up than the Jaguars? It's like it's like playing a D one double A team at the beginning like of the, the longest, year. You just do it to like get the confidence longest, up. It's like in the longest yard when you know they uh, they play the guards to try to kick the crap out of them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, two NFL picks. Uh, first one, I'm going to go Cardinals minus seven and a half at the Bears. Kyler and DeAndre are going to be back this week. But honestly, the way Colt McCoy has navigated this offense might not matter one way or the other. Uh, Bears got to win last week, probably saved Matt Nagy's job, but I don't think Andy Dalton, the lightning strikes twice. Uh, and Cardinals are just a good football team. Uh, that I'm not going to overcomplicate this. No, you're right. Well, I am going to overcomplicate it. What's the forecast? I'd be lying if I said I did that much research. If, if I feel like if this snows, all bets are off. I don't like Kyler in the snow. He seems like uh, like a warm weather guy. That's not a terrible take. 
I don't know. We'll they see. seem like a warm weather team too. We'll see. I, I, I'm, I'm tentative. I'm tentative. I'll, I'll check the forecast in the morning out. Maybe I'll throw with you. Maybe not. Okay. I appreciate it. Pick number four for you. Yep. Um, this is probably a bad one. I'm taking Seattle plus three and a half at home against the Niners. Niners have looked good, um, but they're going to be without Samuel this week. Um, Seattle has looked bad. Um, I feel like they aren't as bad as they've looked. You know, Russ has been a little bit slow to, to get it back. Um, and, you know, they're, they're always good at home. Um, I don't know. I just feel like they hang around this game, and uh, I, I think ultimately they cover. That's a good transition to my last pick because I'm going to take the other side, Niners minus three. Um, I just I agree with everything you just said. The Seahawks are so due. I, I mean, I got to think DK Metcalf is lighting a fire under everyone's ass in practice this week after getting like two targets. Um, I just think ultimately the Niners are just the better football team. Jimmy G with him at quarterback, the Niners actually have a top five offense this year. Elijah Mitchell's back and healthy. Um, and I think we're just seeing, you know, I hate to give Kyle Shanahan a cop out of, oh, injuries. Cause every, every team and every sport battles injuries, but you're seeing what this guy, you know, when this guy's a semi-healthy roster, he's one of the brightest coaches of football for a reason. Um, so I can see Russ keeping this close, but I like Seahawks minus three and a half. You like the Niners minus three. I like the Niners minus three and a half. Yeah. No, I mean, I I get it. Like I said, I didn't love this one. Um, I feel like it can go either way. It's always tough for me to pick against Seattle at home, unless, especially when they're, when they're dogs, unless I feel like the other team they're playing is really good. But these, this isn't the Cardinals, you know, this isn't, uh, this isn't the Bucks. It's the Niners. So I feel like they can hang around, but, I don't know. Okay. And your fifth and final pick for this week's show. Uh, oh, shit. I thought I was done. Um, you're right, though. I got one more. Um, I'm taking the Pats. What are they? Minus? No, they're fake. They're plus three and a half. They're dogs. Um, uh, yeah, they're dogs. Sorry. Um, they're, they're, only, they're only plus three, though. I thought it was, I thought it was three and a hook. Um, so I'll take the Pats. Um, they've, they've looked better than the Bills for, for like four weeks in a row now. I know I picked against the Pats uh, almost weekly last month. Um, but since then, they've had a couple of good wins. Um, you know, they, they, they beat the shit out of the Browns. Um, I think they beat the Titans too, right? So in my eyes, they proved themselves as, as a real team. Mac Jones looks so good. Um, the Bills have looked the opposite. They've looked bad. Um I also see this as a little bit of a hedge because I just realized my other four picks were basically just thinking like, oh, you know, team A has looked really good. Team B has looked really bad. So team B is due to look a little better, which is a really stupid way to bet. So this time I'm going to go the other way um, and I'm just going to take uh, I'm going to take the, the better team here. Keep it simple. Yep, I'm with you. I actually think the Pats are going to win this game. You know, the six game winning streak has been incredible. Um, and everyone, I, I always – I thought everyone was on the Mac Jones train a little bit too hard. And then that game against the Titans happened last week and he went out and won them that game against a strong Titans defense. And Mike Vrabel was one of the best defensive coaches in football. And that for me, when I was like that in my mind was when Mac Jones sold himself to me um, and Josh Allen, ultimately look this, this team hums with Josh Allen, uh, Tredavious white, they're all pro cornerbacks towards ACL. 
Josh Allen's got multiple turnovers. I think I read in three of the past four games. You know, Belichick's going to throw some exotic schemes at him. Um, I think this will be a bit of a slobber knocker, but I, uh, I like the Pats to win. So to recap our pick fives, uh, I already went 0 for 1 on Florida minus 1 against Oklahoma and Hoops. Pitt minus 3 versus Wake, ACC title game. Georgia minus 6 and Hook versus Bama in the SEC title game. Niners minus 3.5 at Seattle. Cardinals minus 7.5 at the Bears. You know, it's funny. We, we, uh, we each picked two, two title games, and we didn't overlap at all. Um, A lot of title interesting. games. Um, only five of them matter, but don't call that to Cincinnati. Um, I got Oregon plus two and a half, um, against Utah. Uh, where, where did we decide that was? Oh, it's Vegas. Vegas. Con- confirmed right. Vegas. Bad for Mormons. Confirmed Vegas. Confirmed bad for Mormons. Um, Iowa plus 10 and a half at Lucas Oil, Big Ten Championship. Rams 12 and a half at home against Jacksonville. Get right game. Um, Seattle plus three and a half at home against San Francisco, another get right game. Um, and then my keep it simple game. I got the Pats plus three. Um, it's at, it's at Buffalo, right? Yeah. Correct. Um, all right. Those are our yeah. picks. I'm already in an 01 hole. We will see what happens from here. Uh, Dave, any concluding thoughts for this week's show? Look, I mean, uh, all, all of my focus and energy um, despite needing to claw myself out of the enormous hole I'm in in this, uh, this, this gambling competition we have going. All my focus this week is on the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Uh, an ACC championship for the first time in 15 years would be um, pretty amazing for me to, to witness it, especially in person. Um, so uh, that, that's, that's what I got going on. How about you? I got a couple shout-outs. Um... First one is going to be a negative shout out to my younger brother, Mac. Number one Mm. Duke visited uh, Columbus yesterday. It's Coach K's last season, as we all know. And he didn't go because the tickets were $60 and Ohio State upset the number one team in the country. And a great game. He should be fucking embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. What a cheap fuck. So that's one. Two, shout out to the New York Metropolitans. Uh, Steven Matz awoken the beast that is Steve Cohen's wallet. Uh, boy, was it an exciting couple days to be a Mets fan. Yeah, it would be more exciting if uh, if Stroman didn't sign with the Cubs today because I really thought he was coming back. But, um, no, nah, it was pretty cool. Um, and then my third and final shout-out will be uh, fuck you to the MLB owners. There's no such thing as a cheap MLB owner, but you're locking out the players, uh, which means – there's no baseball for the foreseeable future, uh, which means as somebody who also does a baseball podcast, that should be interesting to try to have to do the next couple of months. There's no news. There can't be. Uh, so to all you billionaire owners out there, I got two words for you. As the great degeneration X once said, suck it. With David <laughs> Santola, my name is Chase Minorski. This is the Bagels and Locks podcast. Enjoy no baseball. <laughs>